Cash just handed to me. The following podcast is a Sand Productions production. If anything should happen to me, you must go to court. You must say these words. Klaatu, Marada, Victor. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Almost Human special edition of Sci-Fi Watcher, episode number 147. Glad you guys could join us again this Monday for a brand new review of Almost Human on Fox. I am Corey Shrett, and joining me is my friend, Mr. Brian Lee. Brian, how's it going? Doing well, my man. Good to be long, here. Been a long time since we talked about Almost Human. I know. What is it, two weeks, three weeks? Uh, three weeks, though. It was been three weeks because of the, the football playoffs. That's what it was. So, yeah, we're back now, and uh, we'll talk about that in just a moment. But before we do, if you want to help out the show, head over to our donations page at scifiwatcher.com slash donate. Many ways you can help us out. Go check it out right now, scifiwatcher.com slash donate. All right, so episode nine of season one was called Unbound at February 3rd, 2014. This is the John Larroquette episode that we've been waiting for for several weeks. They kept showing tr- previews for it, and we never got to it, and now we finally got to see the episode. Yeah, I think that was a mistake when we saw a preview. Yeah. But they changed the order on us last minute. Yeah, like next week, John Larroquette, and then it's like we watched next week's also next week, John Larroquette. We're like, oh, there it is. <laughs> like, all right, we forgot about that. Um, I was more interested into the in the past of the show than the present. In what way? Like I, how how those the XRN the whole story of the XRN, XRN the three, yeah the three days and da 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 to me that was more of an interesting story than what was currently going on on screen. Yeah, I mean they they just sprung this on us. We we found out there's a new there was a, a secret class of of bot. You know, mm-hmm. there was only one. Yeah, one main, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, okay, the XRN model, the, this this one. And it makes you wonder, you know, they mention it, is is this what the Insyndicate was looking for? Is he working with the Insyndicate? You know, there's all these questions not popping up. Yeah, but now they're making a new storyline that's a new a new offshoot that we have to track now. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I was like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah this was... Uh, I mean, it started off funny. I, I like the beginning with the kids touring the police station, and Dorian's like, would you like to see this? And and, uh, and uh, John's like, you want to know where we put the bad guys and stuff? <laughs> it was <laughs> fun, but it was kind of cliche. It was cliche, but it was like, it's like, that was probably one of the funniest moments we've had on the show since the show started. You know? Uh, that was like, oh, well, that's cute. They showed the flowers being created again, the 3D printer flowers. Right. Were those white tulips, by the way? I don't know what they were. Because they had this thing about white tulips, if you remember, from Fringe. Yeah. It could be. You could be right, though. Um, but, yeah, they showed the flowers again. It's like, all right, cool. Um, I thought it was interesting, though, how the how the how uh, they got the head of the XRN. You know, the, the bot goes and kills the woman and gets killed itself, supposedly, and then they just put it, drop it off in the evidence room. Yeah, that was pretty pretty cool, but... I don't know. I, I think if uh, if that X one was that dangerous, wouldn't you want to just destroy all trace of her? Well, that's the thing that didn't make sense. You're like, oh yeah, we spent three days trying to get her. Twenty six soldiers went in. Twenty six cops went in. No, none of them came out. 
killed a lot of people, blah, blah, blah. We finally destroyed her. It's like, but she kept her head. Yeah. That's where. And a pristine her, head at that. Yeah. I, didn't, I mean, that's a, that's a minor quib, but if you had cut off her head and she had been damaged, you'd think they'd see damage, but. Yeah, it was, it was, and the head is where like all the, the processing is. That's the brain of the computers. Right. You know, the, I mean, even in the episode, she swaps out bodies. You know, that's where the power source is. We haven't is. even seen that yet, that they can swap out heads just like that, you know? Yeah. Well, it was a newer model, so maybe it's a little newer than, than Dorian's model, so it could do that. I don't know. Kind of bothered me, though, because when you're in the process of taking the head off, you're going to drop your hands, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I had no idea how that's supposed to work. Yeah, I'm being nitpicky, though. And then we had our, um, and I always, I call it like the demolition man scene. You know, she kills a guy and takes his eye out and it's like, you know what she's going to use the eye for. Yeah. It's like, all right, yeah, let's go to the eye sensor. And, you know, I always think of demolition man because that was the first place I remember seeing that scene. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't know if it's, it's got to be earlier than that. But, I mean, the early 90s, I remember, you know, seeing the, the eyeball with the retina scan. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just like, oh, I know where this is going. Yeah, I mean, the idea that, you know, uh, this Nigel Vaughn guy, the John Larroquette character, had this, this company who had a contract with the police. You know, they created the, the, the DRN series and da-da-da-da-da, and then the contract was taken away. It's like, okay, they that's showed us They could have showed us a, a flashback or something. I was waiting for a flashback, but I guess that would have been too expensive. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I would, I would have, like I said, I wanted to see more of the past than the present. I was not. Yeah. I wasn't really impressed with this XRN model just going around killing people. It's like uh, kind of like Terminator type, just mm-hmm. yeah, just randomly killing people, you know, with a purpose. And it's just you know, you know. And, and I think they would have been fail safes. I, I would think. You would think so. Yeah, an off switch. <laughs> yeah, and then I mean, I'm kind of glad they went the way, like, oh yeah, you have to inject this in, in the back of her neck to to turn her off. And I'm like, oh god, they went down that road. Mm-hmm. But it didn't work though, which I was surprised. I'm wondering what it was really meant for, or was it just a you know placebo? It didn't do anything. I think maybe it was just there to distract them as he escapes. As I thought maybe it would have been cool if it it made her more powerful. That would have been really cool. Oh, like an adrenaline rush or something. Yeah. But the funny th- the funny thing was you know he does that and then she knocks him out. I'm like she's been killing everyone, but she's not going to kill John. You know, it's just like you kill everyone in your path. It's like, why are you going to not kill him? Mm-hmm. And why not kill Dorian? Except it's just because he's another bot. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting on that. But uh, well, I, I mean, what do you think of John Larroquette's character? Eh, I wasn't impressed with it. Did you think he was evil from the start? Like you thought he was mastermind or? Well, at the start, I didn't think he was the mastermind, but. As the story progresses, it's like somebody's making these these robots, and I'm like, no one else has been shown on screen yet, so it, it, it's got to be him. Well, I mean, they try to divert our attention by bringing in that consultant that said, "Oh, it's some guy over the wall." Yeah, but he even said that people wouldn't, you know, it's like, what is on the other side of the wall? Yeah, I want to make think it's like a like a, a desert type of area or rundown where you know technology is like obsolete or mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. You know, it's like there's like oh people making robots on the other side of the wall. Ha ha! They have like that'll ever happen. Yeah, 
I want to know that story. I want to know why the wall's there. What is on the other side of the wall? What happened for that wall to... See, I mean, now you're excited again. Now we know that there's a wall. I'm excited about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't answer it. They just throw it out there. And you're like, okay. I wonder if we're ever going to get an answer on what the wall is and stuff. You know, I mean, I'm, it's like... What's the know, better storyline for you, though? The wall or in syndicate? Oh, the wall. Okay. Because the Insyndicate story was one of those things that they threw way on the back burner and never acknowledged. You know, the wa- I think the- maybe there was something they were throwing around and then they decided that, you know, that's a boring idea. But, I mean, the next three episodes, I think our episode, well, not that, I'm sorry, ne- episode 10 is, is the fourth episode in production order. But I think 11, 12, and 13 are actually 11, 12, and 13. So maybe those will build up to something. They, it has to. It has to if they, if they want to keep me. <laughs> yeah, it has to, it has to either either show the Insyndicate and or, you know, Nigel Vong again. He could be behind the Insyndicate. That's that's the other thing. I think it's a little bit of both. I think he's he's working with them or, yeah, for them or whatever. Yeah, you know, sounds like they're going to build an army on outside of the wall and attack the city or something. Yeah. But the thing I was wondering though, it's like this isn't the only city because they finally mentioned another city. They mentioned New Tokyo, which. Of course, let, let's take a city from now and add the word new to it and put it in the future. Or, I mean, New Tokyo could be a section of that city, like Chinatown. Yeah. Is, you know, part of San Francisco. Yeah, but, I mean, it, that would only mean there's like one city left or one district of the world but See, left. I want to know why their wall is there. Yeah. Is it because everything around there is full of radiation, you know? But What's it, the deal? Yeah, that you, is that it? I mean, is, it could be something like you know I was saying earlier, like uh, Judge Dredd or something. It's just like desolation out there, like or the Lorax, which is the same idea. What, yeah, what's out there? We I want to see that part. Yeah, but apparently it's not too hard for them on the outside of the wall to get to the top of the wall. And what was the production order of this episode? This was the fourth episode. Okay. See. They already they they had the idea on the fourth episode about a wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because we've never heard it mentioned before. Yeah, in all the other episodes we've seen. So I was like, "There's that question for me." I think a lot of it is spitballing. Yeah, finding out what's grabbing the audience, you know. But like I said, I want to know more about the wall in the past. I those were the best parts. You know, this this Danica, as they called her, you know, the XRN model, just killing people, was just like yawnorama. <laughs> all in all, this was a very humdrum episode. Um, you didn't like the action at all, or there really wasn't much action. Um, what about Rudy? I mean, that one scene with Rudy, uh, when he was trying to get that tracer to work and he had the whole sexual joke. That no. kind of fell flat. I was just like, Ugh. those jokes don't work anymore. You know, the double entendres. There you go. Yeah, it's just it's like, come on, please stop that. That's just stupid. But yeah, I was just not impressed with this episode. I mean, we're like 40 minutes in the episode. I'm like, nothing has happened. And Rudy's like, I'm trying to get this fixed. I know it's an emergency. And I'm thinking to myself, what emergency? I don't feel like anything has really happened in this story. Yeah. She killed a few people, whoop-de-doo. I mean, it wasn't like she was going crazy, like according to the events that they mentioned that happened two years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, eh. 
not really impressed with this. I was disappointed. I thought with John Larroquette, and I thought it was gonna be more, more of a. I mean, like, I kind of like him right. as a villain. He he kind of plays both sides very well. He plays, you know, he can play the 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 good guy or the villain. I have a feeling he's gonna be like, um, what was his name on on um, Fringe? Was it Bell? William Bell. William Bell. I think he's, he's gonna be like a William. He's a Bell. gray area. Yeah, he's a gray area that he. We're gonna see him again, but he's not gonna be like every episode or something like that. What about that whole thing they talked about where he said, uh, where Dorian said, I'm pretty much the same as Danica. Mm-hmm. Danica just malfunctions, so I'm gonna. He he he's insinuating he's gonna be like her, or he could malfunction and turn into a psychopath. Does that interest you at all, or? It does a little bit. I mean, they mentioned that at the beginning of the show that they shut them down because they were crazy. Yeah. I mean, we've heard that before. So, I mean, are they saying, hey, guys, guess what? We're going to have an episode eventually where Dorian goes crazy. And they're going to somehow yeah. disable him and put him back to normal or some crap. The synthetic soul thing is, I don't know, cheesy at best, but it's, it's probably the main point of the storyline. <laughs> it's 1970s science fiction. Yeah. I mean, really, feels like that. But yeah, um, I don't know. I want if you don't if you don't start putting interesting stuff in the next four episodes, it's like we're gonna be like, yeah, whatever. The show's just gonna go in the back burner, and I'm not gonna watch it ever again. Yeah, we haven't heard yet if they were gonna get picked up or not, and there's three more episodes left, right? Yeah, four more episodes, ten, 10 through thirteen. Got to add. So four more episodes. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. Oh no, this is uh this is production code nine, not four. Oh, I'm sorry, this is nine. Oh, next week is four then. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense because I watched the little uh trailer for what's coming up next, and it's one another one of the throwaway episodes that are I actually turned the TV off about fifteen seconds into that trailer. Oh, okay, sorry. No, no, you you don't have to ruin it for me. I'm watching this like Oh, people are dying. I'm like, oh, whatever. Click. It's, I don't care about the magic drug thing that kills that people. That makes more sense that it's number nine. And we're, get, we're talking about something that's, that could be a, a, a bridge between the seasons for this wall. and I, they, they better just build it up. I mean, 11 through 13, they better have well, some. We saw number production code 10, which was Simon Says, and there was nothing in there. But that was a good episode. Yeah. It wasn't a great episode, but it was a good episode. So hopefully eleven through thirteen will be like will will grab us. So all in all, not an exciting episode to me. No. Um, and I'm looking at the ratings too. The ratings have been, if you look at Wikipedia, mm-hmm. they were great for the pilot, nine million views. It's been hovering around six to five, which I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't either. I wouldn't say it would. I don't think it's bad, but I don't know. It, it also depends what network you're on and what night of the week you're on, and all that stuff too. I want to know how they count DVRs because they have a column here for DVRs. Um, some are DV. Some it's some it's uh, plus three, and some it's plus seven. Uh, probably pro- plus seven. What do you mean? Plus seven days. Oh no no! How do they know the DVR numbers? Like, is there something in your DVR that's built in? Yeah, when you hit play, it's it's connected. It's like connected to the network. Ooh. Yeah, they know when you record. They know when That's you That's creepy. Play. Yeah, plus also you got to remember too, a lot of people have these um, cloud DVRs now. Oh, right. You know, that's one of the biggest things. I was like, record unlimited stuff and watch it through your house for 
an arm and a leg a month. Oh, they also have on demand that you can watch later and they know yeah. when that gets played. That's true too. So you got all that stuff. So there's no way to hide from it. You know, they, they know when you when you that box is connected all the time. They know what channel you're watching and all that stuff. That's just creepy. It is creepy, but you know what? If it helps the numbers, it helps the numbers and keeps some of the shows on that you like. Yeah. So you got anything else to say about this episode? Um, we didn't have any love. <laughs> yeah, another one of those. He doesn't even look at her this week. I'm getting tired of the the characters doing the same BS they do every week. You know, the I mean, cat. We hate it, but I'm sure there's people that love it. I mean, they probably love, uh, you know, John's character because he's kind of like a, I don't know what you call it, a badass wannabe. Yeah, well, you know, but John and Dorian go out and do their things. The captain. He's a Jack Burton kind, yeah, kind of character. Yeah, the captain sits back and tries to be in charge, but she never really is. Rudy sits in the lab and does his weird stuff. Uh, Valerie, she doesn't do much either. And then you got, you know, Paul, and he goes out once in a while and he calls back and says, here's what's going on. And he comes back to the station. Yeah. You know, these characters, I mean, really, these characters pretty much stay inside the police station, except for, you know, John and Dorian. Uh huh. So I was like, get, get out of the station once in a while. Do something. You know, I, I want to see a little bit more. These, these characters are kind of two-dimensional. But we'll have to wait. We've got four more episodes this season to talk about it. And we will talk about it again next Monday because we have a new episode coming out next Monday. Got a lot of other stuff we'll be talking about. Of course, Thursday we'll be releasing a Red Dwarf special. Uh, this week we're going to talk about Dave Holland's Space Cadet, an audio adventure which became... Red Dwarf. Uh, next Sunday, our regular show, we're going to look at the book Ender's Game, getting ready for the movie to come out on DVD, so we're going to read the book beforehand. And, of course, Helix and Space Dandy, the latest episodes, will be talked about then, too. Make sure you join us for that. And, of course, Brian Lee, where can we find you online? I can always find me on Twitter. It's at Brian Says. Of course, that's Brian with a Y. And you can always find us online at SciFiWatcher.com. That's where we have links to everything, our email, our voicemail, social media, network, connections, all that good stuff is over there at SciFiWatcher.com. Want to thank everyone for downloading this special episode of the podcast, and until next time, have a good one. Oh.